Welcome to episode three of the Intrigued by Innovations podcast. I am your host, Christian Herp, once again with Sam Eklund, Harrison Cole, and Micah Spellman. How are we doing, everybody? Living the dream. Great. Doing great again. Love it, guys. Love it, guys. All right, well, in the last podcast, I know that we discussed um, uh, potentiality for an app of food delivery services, and that's kind of been the, the theme of this podcast so far. But obviously, there's a lot of challenges that come with implementing something like this, um, such as profitability and the actual execution and how we would employ and implement the the strategy behind uh, doing something like this. Um, So I know that just first and foremost, we're thinking that we want to have an app. Uh, Sam, would you like to to kind of touch on maybe how that would work? Yeah, so I feel like uh, we've seen, obviously, throughout many years now, how um, accessible apps are for everyone. Um, this app, I think, would be easily downloadable for all smartphones, and the majority of people now uh, do carry those with them. And with an app also, you're able to use uh, contact various payment methods. Um, so if you want to use your debit card, possibly Venmo, PayPal, um, and that's something you can't use when you're ordering from a stand yourself. Um, I think other advantages of an app would be the opportunity for new jobs because we're going to need people to perform that task of bringing the food um, to to us, like sitting in the stands while there's still going to be workers that are, for those people that are going to still want to go and get the food themselves. Um, so there's opportunity there. And there also, as long as, um, you know, there's so many opportunities with the app, but there's a lot of disadvantages too that need to be considered. Um I feel like ASU, I haven't really noticed many charging stations in the stadiums. There's maybe few, if any. And with the app, you know, your your phone needs to be charged for this to work. So we're, we're going to have to implement a lot of charging stations to make sure that everyone has um, the ability to use this app throughout games. And service issues tend to happen in pretty much all stadiums I've been in, honestly, um, with everyone on their phone at the same time in a packed environment. Um, it, it might be... Uh, hard to get um, your like order through or even access the app. That's a possibility, especially if everyone's on board with using this app instead of getting the food itself. Um, there'd probably be a lot of people on it at the same time. So that could be an issue that we would possibly be running into. And um, there's also that potential of receiving the wrong order when you're ordering food at the stand, you know immediately that your your order was wrong um and then having to wait to get your food and realizing maybe they forgot an item or didn't um give you that item you personalized maybe no ketchup or something they put it on there now you have that issue you have to worry about as well um luckily though a lot of these places or a lot of these apps have done 100 percent money back guarantee which is, i think something we would want to do as well but no one wants to be receiving the wrong order after they just waited so long to get that food yeah, I mean, I think you touched on a lot of great points there. Um, obviously, there's the advantages there, which I think are pretty clear to see. But within the disadvantages, those are all very valid issues there, um, especially in you know, in my personal opinion, the issue of connection connection to service. Like the the track record of of having good service and Wi-Fi within stadiums is absolutely awful, and I think that's a problem in almost every stadium across the country. 
Uh, so that would have to be something you'd have to figure out um, because not being able to use the app in the first place would obviously be a huge issue. Um, but obviously just moving on from the app as well, uh, we got to look at the actual implementation of how this would work and how we would get the food uh, to the to the fans who are ordering on the app. So I think that we kind of came up with two different ways and one of them would be to, to utilize those robots that we have here on campus uh, that deliver food for you. Uh, Michael, what do you think would would work and not work about the, the robot system within the food delivery. Yeah. So with the robots, I think the first and biggest uh, advantage for them is the low cost of them. I mean, you don't have to pay employees to be there. It's just very easy to maintain, just save you a lot of money that way. Um, we've already seen it work at ASU. So like it's, it's work. We can build off of that, keep it going. Um, a lot, of, a lot of the ways with the app and everything, we've seen it work in the past, so we're just looking to improve on that. Um, and yet it would also reduce foot traffic. I mean, you don't need the extra employees to um, walk through the stadium and get the food to people. I mean, the robots will just take it. We can have even like little like roadway for them to stay on, and they can just kind of stay out of the way of people if, if possible. Um, but some of the disadvantages looking at it is we would need to create like those ramps. So if we want robots to get down to the seats, they're obviously stairs. We have to create a ramp or some sort for them to get there. Um, and then building off what Sam said about people getting the wrong orders, if we had robots, it would be kind of hard for them to just like, I guess we'd have to put the food back into the robot and send it back to the concession stand, which could cause some issues. Um, and then, yeah, if we weren't able to create just a roadway that they were blocked off to, we could run the risk of people running into them, moving them, getting them off track in some ways that we have seen happen at ASU. Like they don't always stay on the exact track and we could also run into that same issue at the stadium. Yeah, absolutely. All good points there. And, and just for our listeners here that aren't very familiar with the, the robot system that we're talking about, there's essentially uh, these guided uh, carts that are sealed and closed that people deliver and order food on. Um, and they're, they're AI technology. They use sensors and cameras to kind of get around. Um, but one of the main issues with them, and I know that you guys have probably experienced this too, is when you're walking around, they, they tend to, if people are in front of them or if there's a certain object that is there that may not normally be there, they can kind of get stuck and, and not really go where they need to go. Um, you know, so obviously there would be issues with, uh, with that, you know, with the amount of foot traffic that's going on inside of a stadium and then with just all the physical barriers that exist within a stadium, it might take a really long time for the robot to get there. And given that it even gets to the right place on the right time, it might waste time. But, you know, at the same time, it would be beneficial because it would reduce costs of overhead and employee costs uh, in order to get the food there. Um, but, you know, on the other side of it, we could also just go the straight employees route, have food runners. Um, and I think Harrison has some stuff to say about that. Yeah. So when I was looking at disadvantages of robots, what would be the alternative would be, you know, kind of our current processes with, you know, uh, physical human employees. So uh, I think, first of all, there's a lot of advantages to employees just, uh, you know, on a personal level, being able to engage with customers. But um, you know, if this, this kind of app and technology were to be implemented where we have a food ordering system, um, there'd be a lot more roles as, as runners. So, you know, the concession workers wouldn't necessarily be stuck in those concession stations, uh, around the stadium. They would have more active jobs. They'd be able to be, you know, engaging with people, running to the sections, coming back. So, you know, it'd be a much more physical job, um, which, you know, may create something, um, you know, where like you're, you're going to have more opportunities to be tipped. 
So, you know, in the current uh, structure that we have now, you know, I don't I don't recall a time where I've ever tipped a concession employee. There's never really been an option to um, in most places. So, um, you know, that would be huge for the employees being able to, you know, get higher wages. Um, and then with that, too, uh, you know, there would be more high wage jobs created just in developing the app and the software itself. So there would be people on the back end who you would never see. But those jobs would be created to help develop this software. Um, and then as for disadvantages, uh, you know, talking about it being a very physical, like more intensive job, um, you know, older people uh, who are, you know, have been working at the stadium for a long time, they may not be able to adapt to that change as well. Uh, as well as people who may have, you know, a physical disability where, you know, they may be able to stand in a concession station and man that, but they may have a harder time, you know, running just to, you know, sections and back. Um, you know, and then if, if we were to go the robot route, um, potential job loss for employees as well. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Like clearly there's, there's advantages and disadvantages to both sides. Um, you know, we're honestly here, we're just kind of spitballing on, on trying to figure out how this could possibly work and presenting the different ways that we could actually implement this inside of a stadium. Um, you know, but there's, there may be no clear cut way to do this correctly. And, um, you know, it might take trial and error to kind of get to, to where we needed to be. But, uh, with that being said, I mean, I feel like we've presented a lot of good options here, guys. And, and there's a lot of different things to think about in terms of, of looking at this, um, strategically. Um, and, and the next episode, we'll kind of look into the future of how this, this could be implemented and what this will look like down the road and the different options that are presented there, as well as the profitability and, and uh, other aspects of the business side uh, that we could look at in terms of making this work. But we thank you for tuning in today to another episode of the Intrigued by Innovations podcast. And we will look forward to uh, speaking to you guys again next week, uh, next week on Tuesday. And uh, we look forward to that opportunity. Thanks for, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you then. Uh-huh.